Being an expert sucks. As a teacher of spiritual intelligence and emotional health, I get cornered into being the guy who has all the answers. I'd like to take this opportunity to make a confession. I don't. What I do have are convictions. I have theories. I have questions. I find myself looking around and I'm like, we can't stay here. Stop setting up your tent. We can't stay here. Through my journey, it's become evident that being a participant is no longer enough. It's time to become reformers. These are my confessions. To get deeper in this conversation, visit MikeMayashiro.com. Hey, I want to invite you into something vulnerable, something that was intimate. I want to share with you a sneak peek into the night of my coming out party. So we filmed the whole thing on Zoom because we had a bunch of people attending my coming out party from other places remotely, and then we had people in the room physically participating in the event. It was a really cool gathering of a bunch of different kinds of people, mostly people who have dramatically impacted my journey as a gay person going through the process of learning how to accept myself there, and then also theologically, how do I see this in scripture? And then people who just were important in my life, um, both in the room and on the call. In this episode, you're going to get to be a fly on the wall of just getting to witness what happened in that party and what was exchanged. Several people who are influencers and voices in the queer theology space whom I look up to and who had dramatically impacted my process, accepted my invitation to join my coming out party. They came. Some of them I'd never even met before. Some of them I had become friends with already. And they chimed in and got to celebrate this coming out journey with me. And then I also had my team and close friends and family who were also there who had been affirming and celebratory of me in this journey as well. Um, these are people who opted into this process with me and decided they wanted to learn and change their minds and really seek out the truth on this. And so I was just surrounded by a bunch of people who loved me and care for me and have just been so championing of me in this process. It was such a cool moment of celebration and, and triumph of just overcoming so much and getting to make that statement. This was a big deal in my life. I'm not married. I don't have kids. I don't have all these traditional milestones that people typically hit at my age in our culture. I didn't have those things largely because of me being in the closet. So I told my team and close friends like, this event, this party feels like one of those milestones for me. I'm celebrating it with that level of weight and gravity. So I wanna give you a warning. This episode is one of the worst hack jobs I've ever done. And it's not because I'm bad at editing. It's because the nature of the event with the multiple cameras and the microphone and the angles and it was a lot to try and sort through. So bear with me as you listen to the choppy edits. Um, Hopefully you get to catch the heart of everything that's being communicated. There are a couple moments where someone else's audio was unmuted and we didn't know because we couldn't hear it. So you might hear that here and there. It's not a ton, it's just a couple of moments, but bear with me. I understand this is not the most polished produced thing out on the internet, but I thought it was worth it to get out there. So I kind of bit the bullet and did the best I could with what we had to work with. I also cut out my responses to the beautiful things people said throughout this episode, um, just for the sake of time, just to get through the content. I hope you enjoy it. I hope that it's inspiring. I hope that it's celebratory. I hope there are things you get to learn. I hope that maybe you're challenged in all the ways. I hope that this adds value and is constructive. Welcome to my coming out party. Getting to this point was not an overnight thing. Like there was a lot of work that went into this. I, you know, I was raised in the Christian world for my whole life. So I was very aware of exactly how the Bible condemned gay people and, you know, illegal, like made me illegal. Like I wasn't allowed to exist the way that I was in the world that I was raised in. When I finally decided I'm going to look into this and I'm going to face 
this thing. And I'm going to like get to the bottom of this ugly religious demon that's been like choking me out my whole life. There were so many people who had content out by that point that wasn't true like 10 years before. Like there were so many people who had done work to genuinely provide a voice and to provide content and resources for people like me to be able to work through these things. Rocky. It was an honor to meet you. I love how down to earth you are. I love that you're putting this film together, that you're just putting your heart and soul into making this available and just reaching for all kinds of ways to continue to raise awareness and get resources to the people. Thank you for the work you're doing. I'm so thankful for the visibility you're bringing to this cause. First of all, thank you so much for inviting me to this. And Kathy and I had a Zoom today with the Yorktivist Human Rights Film Festival talking about our movie and just the importance of the work that we're doing. And I never thought I would ever be in this space. There's so many people that have come before me. I never even knew gay Christians existed. And Ed didn't know years ago. And then Kathy even, like we talk about it in the movie. But just to even be in this room with all you right now, I'm completely humbled and honored. So thank you for inviting me. And Mike, thank you for being brave. And hopefully our stories will help more people be able to be brave and come out. So, and thank you to our allies. Love you guys. That's it. Okay. <laughs> I'm just happy to be here. This is so cool. Justin Lee, your diplomacy, bro. Your tenderheartedness, your patience, the nuance that you're willing to engage, your articulation of dynamics and supporting points that go with it. I'm just so impressed with how you're able to even keel, step into this space that's so volatile and aggressive and still be someone who brings peace and seeks for reconciliation. I respect that. Thank you for the work you're doing and making that stuff available. Congratulations, man. And Thank you for having the, the courage, the bravery to do this. I'm so honored to have been one of the people who got to be a, a small part of your journey. Part of what church is and part of what community is, is that we're all standing on each other's shoulders and building each other up. And um, there are folks who are so instrumental in my being able to be where I was, where I could be some piece of your journey, and you're going to be a really important piece of a lot of people's journeys just because of what you're doing tonight. And I am so grateful that I did not have to already have a platform when I came out. I did not have to have the courage that you have, and I am thrilled that you have it. So thank you for what you're doing. Congratulations again. Justin was the first gay Christian I met in person that I knew of, and that was in 2007. So he was the first one um, that I hunted down and said, can I come see what you all look like? And so I stand on Justin. So I'm appreciative of Justin because he's the first person I listened to. Kathy, your historicity, your scholarship, your attention to detail, the context that you provide, your ruthless research, your strong-willed assertiveness, the volume of info you bring to this conversation. I'm just so appreciative of how thorough you've been. I read Matthew Vine's book and he pointed to you. And so I watched like hours of your videos on YouTube and I just could not believe the level of detail you were going into with like just even the history on this subject. It was remarkable. So Mike called me, he had heard that I would probably be a good person to connect to. So he was passing through from Reading to Nashville last summer. And he sent me a message on Instagram. And um, I'm not famous for saying, yes, please come spend time with me. I, I'm just not famous for it. I, I'm pretty protective of my time, especially in writing. And you said, can I take you to lunch or coffee? And I said, no, you can't. I said, if you want to talk to me, you can come hike with me. <laughs> Didn't I say that to you? But then we went out for a three hour heartfelt, lots of hugging tears hike. 
And Mike didn't know that this world existed of support. He had, I was surprised how much he didn't know was out there for him. And when I started to see who he was spiritually and in wanting to share and be authentic, I thought, how can God use him? How can the spirit use him if he keeps a lid on this thing? If he is not authentic to who he is, he is never going to be who he's supposed to be. Like you're not supposed... You're not going to explode and blow up and be who you're supposed to be if you are choosing to keep a lid on it. And I thought, he's already dynamic, but once that lid comes off and he lets people in to see who he is, it's just going to explode. And so I got to see who you were that day. I'm glad I said yes. When we left, I thought, boy, it's going to be an interesting few months for him when he feels, when he sees how much academics and scholarship and relationship and support will be around him. He's going to be surprised because I knew that day you did not know what a wonderful cushion was set for you to step into. So yeah, same as Justin. Congratulations, my friend. Ed, I appreciate your research into Bibles and translation, but more importantly, just the humanity that you bring to this conversation, your conviction, the attitude you have as a gay man confronting straight privilege. I'm so thankful for the words you put in place that I didn't know how to articulate or recognize. And just like liberating gay people for their affections being outlawed, just your ability to speak into that space from experience and like bringing your pain to the conversation and being vulnerable in that way. I'm so thankful for the conversations we've gotten to have. Thank you for what you're doing. Wow, when I came out, I didn't have all the confetti and firecrackers, and I wanna know if I can do a do-over here or something, because that's really cool, I'm jealous. To see what's gonna happen from here and to have some more good examples of people who still love Jesus even when they come out. But I, I see you like this beautiful bird that's been amongst a flock of other birds, but someone's wrapped these cloths around your wings and you haven't been able to use them, but God gave you wings and he made you to fly. He made you to soar. You're going to experience so much in a way that God made you to experience. Your whole life is just going to be continuously different. I honestly think that the LGBT community is actually going to be part of this whole reboot that the church has been needing. The last reboot was 500 years ago, and I think we're overdue. I know that being this bird that you're flying out there, there are going to be these farmers that are going to want to shoot you down. Don't let them do it. People are going to try and attack you. You're going to get emails and phone calls. And if any of these are ill-informed pastors that are contacting you and complaining, just send them my way and I'll be more than happy to give them Kathy Baldock's phone number. <laughs> Colby, your scholarship, your, the theology, the evangelical translation that you bring to this space, you were so accommodating, bold, dutiful, explaining tova and atemia, like so helpful. Thank you for that. Unpacking the context of those words and like Romans, man, that was a game changer for me. So the work you put into just laying this out in like human language that people can easily accept and get engaged. My whole team has read your book. Like, thank you for putting that stuff together and making it accessible. Oh, Mike, I'm just so damn proud of you, man. I was trying to watch all the thumbnails. I'm like, how many other people are crying? It can't just be me. Oh no, I think it's everybody. This is beautiful. I said in the chat that this is one of the loveliest things I've been a part of in a long time. I um, just want to share what has been coming up for me in this. And if you'll forgive the, the preacher and me, it won't be long, I promise. Um, <laughs> why is there laughter already? No. Uh, there's a story in the Gospel of Matthew where there's a guy in the wilderness baptizing people. 
uh, his name was John. Jesus goes to get baptized. And I think a lot of people get weirded out by that because John was all about baptizing people for their forgiveness of sins. And people are like, why did Jesus go and do that? I happen to think that sin, if you want to go back to the Greek, the Greek word hamartia, which is you might know just means to miss the mark. I think sin is not missing the mark because we're, we're terrible um, at shooting arrows. It's not that we suck and we just miss and we're bad. Hamartia is we miss the mark because we don't know any better. We don't know how to stand. We don't know how to pull the bow back. We don't know how to pace our breathing. And so we end up missing the mark because we have these gaps in our knowledge. This, this thing we don't know causes us to cause hurt in others or in ourselves. This is what hamartia is. And there's in this story, Jesus comes and John baptizes him. And I think you might remember as he comes out of the water, there's this moment where there's this voice from the divine that says, you are my beloved in whom I am well pleased. And I just often wonder, is that the sin that Jesus needed to be closed? Is that the gap in, in his knowledge? Did he need to know this affirmation that he was God's child and it was good? And I think that divine affirmation is the same thing that's spoken over everyone. And I'm so grateful to be a part of you and you closing this gap in this knowledge of who you are in the inside with this life you live on the outside. And I just want to say that I hear God speaking to you. You are my beloved child in whom I am well pleased. I love you, man. Proud of you. Brenda. Brenda, you, I don't know if you guys know this, but Brenda Davies there, she is, Brenda, what? You're the God, you're the God is Gray girl. She has a YouTube channel called God is Gray. She has a movement, like a whole community of people she leads called God is Gray, stepping into, you know, progressive Christianity, but specifically just addressing a bunch of the things we're talking about here. Brenda, I found you early, like right after John, in my early journey of waking up to being a gay man, accepting myself there. Your videos you put together were so helpful and I needed them. And I'm so glad that you had done the work. And it was years prior that you had done it. I'm like, who is this girl? Where's she been my whole life? I'm so thankful that this is here for me already. You had a video advocating for gay people being included in Christianity. It was just so new and foreign to me. And I needed someone like you having that attitude that you brought to the table as early as I saw it. Um, you had informative, engaging videos that were dismantling hypocrisy and double standards in the church. And then I discovered that you had this whole channel. And I was like, what in the world? For years, you were a beacon of hope and a validation when I felt isolated and small. So thank you. I am just, my heart is bursting right now. This is so many beautiful people in one room. Basically, I just wanted to tell you, I really cannot imagine how difficult it is and what kind of journey you've been on to get here. But I, I know it's excruciating and it takes a toll and you lose so much. But I am so grateful to see that everyone has come out to support you and remind you that everything that you lose just leaves more empty room for the people who are going to accept you in your fullness and in your divine glory and in your divine feminine and masculine, like all rolled in one. So I just love that you are celebrating this. I, like <laughs> you guys just popping the rainbow thing. It's like, that's how it should be. I want, I, I first of all, don't want my son to ever have to come out as anything. I just want him to reveal himself to me slowly and me just discover who he is. But if God forbid kids still have to come out, I really hope they have rainbow shit to just pop into the air <laughs> because you really deserve to have all that joy, especially after all the pain you've been through. So I am so honored to be here. I love all of you in this room. Thank you so much.
Alicia was a pastor in the Seventh-day Adventist denomination and then came out as bi and then lost her job and got boot, like booted from the Seventh-day Adventist world. I really want to say thank you for what you're doing and what you're doing for the queer community. And I, I know what this is going to mean. Oh, God, don't cry. <laughs> I just know what this is going to mean um, for a lot of especially kids out there. Um, who, you know, you're going to break through to some of them who no one has broken through before. And it's going to give them hope. <laughs> I want to say thank you so much because um, you're choosing a very courageous path um, and a difficult path in what you're choosing and how to do this. And you could have done it in a much easier way. And uh, I just, I want to say thank you. Just on, on behalf of our whole community. And I just, I think it means so much and I really appreciate it. I wanna thank my team. So I've got a room of people here who have been with me like through this process and they, none of us were affirming. <laughs> when I started, we were all of the conviction that the Bible condemned gay people and they didn't belong in the church or what. I don't know what we believe, but it just wasn't a celebratory embracing posture, right? And these people went on this journey with me, which was scary, which was costly which has cost all of them. We've lost friends, we've lost respect, we've like literally physically moved our lives. Like there's been a cost to this and they've come with me through this journey and just been such a supportive, like surrounded team for me. And I'm so thankful. I love you guys. Thank you for being here. And thank you for being who you are in my life. I so appreciate what you've said yes to and what you continue to demonstrate and bring to the table. When Mike came out to me, it was such a unique experience. I was extremely conservative and it was in August. Like it was not that long ago. I mean, I've just been conservative all my life. I'm from Kansas. I don't even want to hear political things because I'm set. Like this is how I am. There was something when Mike started talking and telling his story, it felt like he just reached a finger inside of me and just touched something so gently and this wall that was there just completely crumbled and in the middle of listening to her story I was just like yeah okay gay Christian sure why not <laughs> like like it just it just crumbled everything and I went to bed that night we were up late there were a few of us on this call in the room and I went to bed that night and woke up the next morning and I had so much joy. Like I was just, I felt like walls had just been torn down. I just felt like I was free and open and I had never considered gay people before that. Like I just didn't consider them. I didn't even really look at them as human beings. I didn't even, I didn't think about it. I didn't think about what my opinion was. I was just, this is how I was raised. This is what I was taught to believe. So this is, you know, what's true everything just changed all of a sudden. And I think the more important part of that is I see that happening for other people too. Like, I feel like that's what's happening. You're just coming along at the perfect time where God's already put all these holes and cracks and walls and all you have to do is touch and just let it fall down. And I think that's going to be amazing to watch. So thanks for inviting me into that. And I made him cry. <laughs> Mike, I'm first of all, just so proud of you. I know it's been a, a difficult journey, but it's been so cool to see you go through this and with like compassion and with sincerity, similar to Amy. Like I grew up definitely being against like the gay community just because that's what I was taught and I knew nothing else. Um, and then something about knowing you for a couple of years before I knew this, when you like decided to tell me I something about your speech and just how I knew you knew the Lord 
it was like really easy for me to take in. I was actually surprised how, how, it, how much ease came with that. And so um, I think just because I know that I'm like, I know he knows who Jesus is. I know he hears the Lord's voice. I'm like this, and this feels true. Like I need to, I need to look more into this because of how I know you are because of the love I know you have for Jesus. So um, I think that was super cool, but I also want to thank you for the patience you've had with all of us, especially like with me. And I'm sure more of us, like the questions we've had and the stuff we've had to go through and the, the things that we haven't been in, like in the right with. And so I just want to say thank you for like going several years with us in that process, because I know it probably was a little difficult as well, but especially for me, like I, I want to thank you for, for doing that. So, yeah. I just want to say that you've continued to change my life over the last few years. And I thought there would be an end to this somewhere, but yet it keeps happening. And I'm super grateful. Um, I love your process and just your vulnerability here. And just like what Zach was saying, like the patience that you've had with us to like take us with you here. Like it's incredible and so humbling. I just love the freedom that you're talking about too. Like it's continued to change the way I look at life and love and humans and I love the connection I I feel like I have to people there's just so many stories that need to be heard just like yours and I love what you're coming out with and just being you there's so much freedom on it it's just beautiful so thank you for being you and telling this story and for all the lives that you're impacting because of it it's awesome I love you so much thank you this feels like a huge milestone not just for you but for so many other people that are going to know you because of the freedom that you're going to bring to them um and a lot of people have already mentioned like yeah there's going to be kids and, and other people in the future that are going to see you and see the freedom and 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 know that there's something possible out there that they might not have ever considered or a voice that's telling them that you can't be free you can't have something better than what you than what you think you can have you know and I think that's amazing. And I think that's so in line with the, the power that's on your life, the, the message that's on you. And I think I, think I want to give people an, also like a picture of like the character that, that you have. Um, like when you first came out to me, like my response was like, oh, that's, that's great. And then like homophobia kicked in and it wasn't conscious, but it, like I did it, you know, like. I would like distance myself just so subconscious and and that's like pretty shitty you know like I think for someone that was like close to you and, and like to have experienced that but um despite my craziness and my response you like continue to pursue me you can continue to ask questions about my process when you're the one coming out to me I'm like this is this is so backward and so messed up but like you you continue to pursue that despite you know like you're the one that's kind of in the, the pressure cooker right now, you know, and, and you ask so many questions to help me in my process of figuring out and then you're doing so much research and I'm just like flailing about, you know, and I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing here, you know, thank you for, for doing that for me and, and, and continuing to give me a chance. Um, I'm so thankful for that. And um, I love that I got to do that with you and, and be on this journey with you and that um, you changed like my mind, you renewed my mind here and, and gave me a space to understand that there's something way better than what I think is possible. And um, yeah, I love you, dude. Thank you so much. I'm so proud of you. Before you came out, I think just my views on homosexuality, it was always like, okay, God or 
being gay. Like there was never both. It was just one or the other. And you just like you simply coming out to us was it like ruined that whole mentality entirely, like that whole belief that you can't like embrace your sexuality if you're gay, as well as embracing God in your faith. That like ruined my world for a while. And I'm pretty, I, I think I'm a little embarrassed thinking about like some, some of our conversations following that. But I think I just want to thank you again for like your patience with me in those conversations and also just how you continue to be really soft and vulnerable as like I worked out my weird religious stuff on my end, but like you're always really honest, but kind. And with Marcus too, like asking questions and wanting to get to know like my process too. And this, like that really meant a lot to me. And I was surprised by you like wanting me to get in your boat, but you also getting in mine. Like it was just, it was crazy. There was a specific day where we were talking about this in your living room and you're just sharing more about your process and you're crying and, um, like that whole conversation, I was bringing so much like right and wrong. This is what the Bible says and all this like religious stuff. And there was a moment when I felt the presence of God come in the room in a way that I hadn't in a while, that, that I hadn't felt it like that in a while. And in that moment, I just felt like, oh, God is, God is here. I literally cannot deny that. Like, I feel it. He's here. He's not going anywhere. And I feel like that moment was when it, it started to click for me that like, oh, God's not against this. Like, God is in you and he's for you and he's for your sexuality, whether you're gay or straight or anything else. Like, that just completely blew my mind. And I think I just wanted to share that because I'm like, I feel God on your story. I know that he's in it. And with you coming up publicly now, like, so many other people are going to be invited into the presence of God in that way because it's, it's already happened. And so I just want to thank you for, like, your honesty in this conversation for you representing this, for you having the bravery to actually look at this and to be willing to lay down what you knew growing up your whole life, considering like, oh, what else? Like, is this actually true what I've learned? Um, I just really admire your humility in that. You like ruined my life in a really great way. I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful to just have like relationship with you here. And <laughs> I'm just really grateful for you and your story. I'm so excited to see how you impact other people's lives. It's going to be really beautiful and worth it. I love you a lot. Freaking Mike. <laughs> oh, man. I just want to thank you for just being like an absolute beast and being tenacious when it comes to the research that you've done and just bringing us all in it. Yeah, I just want to say thank you for like fighting for the part of me that I didn't know how to. And yeah, I don't, I don't have a lot of words, but I just want to say like, you've given me the gift and the permission to explore my sexuality. I remember the first time, like seven months ago that I said out loud, like, oh, I, I like girls. And you gave me the gift and the permission to say that out loud in my world. I don't think there's anything like more innocent or childlike than just to, just to feel attraction. It's so sweet and kind and I had never touched that before. And I can still feel or see the the color coming into my life the second I became honest. So I just want to say thank you for what all those people are for you. Thank you for being that for me and fighting for that person, not just giving me permission, but actually fighting for her. I don't think I would have seen her if it weren't for you. I actually killed that girl, you know, and she came back and haunted. <laughs> she haunted both of us. And I just want to thank you for that. It's a gift. Yeah, I love you so much. 
first i just want to say i am so proud of you this is awesome this is so fun i'm ready to party um because <laughs> you're wondering but thank you for the opportunity to be here it's an honor that you've invited me into this space um not only sharing your story but also like here celebrating you this is so exciting and um every time i just want to say every time the word kids was mentioned tonight i start sobbing um <laughs> Because I truly see that you, you're just gonna you're opening doors and setting a path that hasn't been set before, um, and that's really cool. You're that example, um, the example that ten year old Mike needed. You get to be him for other people, and that's awesome. And I thank you, man. Just going into it, crying. Ooh, um. I'm so glad we're here in this moment. Even like three years ago, this was not in the future and like this wasn't in the cards. And um, I feel so proud of you. I feel so grateful to be here, to look back and know like I was wrong. And I'm so glad that there's grace to like repent and make a better choice and actually get to love people the way that they deserve um and I think I just feel so privileged that like for me it got to be you like I had to figure this out for you and getting to figure this out together in this space has been so beautiful and um I think I just want to echo like thank you for the patience and um I think on my end thank you for not being gentle with me <laughs> like thanks for calling me out and um you know, having some tough conversations and continually representing like love looks like something and it's not this and I need you here. And like, I think um, like getting the space and some of the instruction, like just the helpful, like I want to love, I don't want to cause harm. And if I'm doing that, I want to know, you know, and so thank you for going out of your way to communicate that even when it was really difficult to find the words and to like wrestle through it. Yeah, I just feel grateful to have freedom for myself to love people and obviously I'm so thankful that you have the freedom to be you and to love whoever the hell you want to love you know yeah. like Kanan said like anytime people mention kids I'm like yep that's beautiful and that's really true and there's life on that and I look forward to getting to look back at this and be like oh this is where the story started this is where things started to like come together and start to make sense. But I think more than that, I just feel so proud that the kid you stood up for the most was little Mike, that like that little boy got to be represented. He got to be cared for. Like he got to see that he's loved and accepted regardless of what the other things tell him, regardless of all the other barriers and boundaries that are just fake. And so, um, yeah, I just wanna say I'm so proud of you for fighting for him. And it's been a journey. And I love that you have never given up. Like there were so many moments that you could have just rolled over, not needed for this to be as public as it has been. And I love that this gets to be public. I love that people get to know your story, that you're not just going to go and like do something quietly in the dark. But like if you're going to get to fully be who you are, like 
they're going to have to see you and they're going to have to watch it happen. And they're going to have to deal with that. And I, I love that. Like, I love that they're going to have to make a choice because I'm so grateful that I had to make a choice and I would do it again over and over. And so, yeah, I'm proud of you. Congratulations. I'm so glad we don't have to keep secrets anymore. <laughs> I love you. Mike, I just want to say congratulations. Just it's still being tonight, you know, in this space, like as your friend, I'm so proud of you. Like, I'm so thankful for all of the ways that you've like protected us as a group. I felt that like a lot, just like what Marcus said, I became like a homophobic idiot for like, like, like a week's, I don't know how long that took, but I, I remember that. And I just, I was like stammering and, and looking back on that moment when you came out to me and obviously the whole team, I, I remember one of the first reasons I was like, drawn to you just as like a person going through school I was like man this guy like loves people I could just tell I remember looking at the team just being like I remember looking around just being like this all feels so fake there was like surface level stuff and I just remember being like do I fit in any anywhere and I was in second year and I took a class and I judged it but seeing you I was like this guy loves people and that has stayed the same and, and the more I've gotten to know you through the years that is true you know love like, you know, God, you know him. And when you came out to me, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> if love is this, you know, and I trust you and I trust you like your voice. I was like, man, if Mike knows God this way, I can't walk away. Like if love is here like that and he's saying it, you're I, I don't feel freedom to leave because of like the way you touched my life and so many people. And I just. I'm so happy that this moment has happened and that I get to stand with you and all of us and we get to affirm. And I just knew from that moment, I was like, man, I know love is on Mike's side in this. I, even my brain didn't get it, but that doesn't matter. And that's like a testimony in and of itself of who you are. And I also will scream it from the rooftops for the rest of my life. The way that you handled like betrayal and frustration and being punished and people being crazy, that also was love too. You never said a single word against someone. I never heard it come out of your mouth. And like, even if you had, I would have been happy about that. I would be like, yay, you know, like I was mad, but that never happened. And I think that's so admirable and you're amazing. And I love you and congratulations. I'm so thankful. I feel so loved and so celebrated and championed and just so much gratitude in my heart for the people around me who have gone on this journey with me. I did want to say, for those of you who are currently still in the closet, or you got outed, or you, you came out, but it wasn't quite the celebration you were hoping for, I want to let you know that over here in NUMA world, my team and I are putting plans together to host a group coming out party. We want to celebrate those of you who want to come out for the first time ever, who want to recover the outed experience that you went through or who just didn't get to have the celebration you were hoping for when you did come out. So if that's something that you're interested in and you want to participate, shoot us an email at contact at mikemayashiro.com. I'll put the email address in the description below, um, but we want to hear from you. So just say coming out party in the, in the subject line and then just let us know that you want to be part of it. We don't have all the details together yet, but our the first date we're going to do is going to be June 1st. Please let us know if that's something you want to participate in and then we'll make sure to get those things worked out but we want you guys to have an opportunity to get to come out and be celebrated and be surrounded by people who champion and love you and affirm your existence and exactly who you are and who you've always been. 
We want to come around you and celebrate that and give it the proper affirmation and celebration that it deserves. There were so many stories and perspectives that were represented by the lives of the people at that coming out party. What a gift that we all have the opportunity and the capacity to be able to change our minds and do better at what we know and rightly dividing the word of truth. How do we actually respond to issues of the day with the heart of God and not use the Bible to insulate us from genuine compassion and care for people? What a gift. I'm so thankful and excited for what we're seeing happening in the world, especially among Christians. This is a good deal. Thank you guys for watching this series. Listen, there's more where this came from. If you want to see how deep this rabbit hole goes, check out MikeMyashiro.com.